Well, that was nasty, foul-smelling, underperforming, beasts gathered around the counter. And that fellow looked at Ulrock with a real confused face and said, Ulrock, what does any of this have to do with the classic stock? Ulrock just chuckled and said, oh, you, ha you said a classic stock? I thought you said laughing stock. That's exactly what we're going to do to him, Ags. Going to beat the ever-living, ever-loving, compound, complex. Fighting Texas Aggie, tomorrow we bounce back. Fighting Texas Aggie, happy birthday, Kip. Fighting Texas Aggie, Parsons Mountain Cavalry. Oh, boy. Thanks for ruining my night already. I was looking forward to this one. <laughs> Who's Kip? Yeah, I, that was my Kip. question. I mean, happy birthday, <laughs> Kip. Does Kip not deserve our uh, thoughts? And Big ups to Kip. <laughs> Shouts to Kip. <laughs> what, what, a, what a bunch of weirdos, man. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Like, Welcome to Too Much Dip, guys. folks. Can I intro you guys? Yeah, please do while I come yeah, back from I, being blurry. I've got something really nice planned. I just want to say I've got to, I want to introduce these two fellers. Guy under me, that's uh, KJ, uh, a man who's no longer drinking beer, and the man uh, to my, uh, I guess technically my right, but maybe my left, depending on who you are, that's uh, Mr. 32 himself, Dylan Shivery. <laughs> Uh, yes. Hi. Uh, I almost, yeah, I was trying to put that behind me, Dave. Um, I, ha I am happy to be here though, despite that terrible intro or the, the Aggie that is. <laughs> oh man. I, uh, I should get out ahead of it and say, yes, I am temporarily out on beer, but I'm not out on seltzer. I'd, I'd like to make that clear. Um, you know, I, I do my annual physical around this time of year. You know, got the labs back. Need to make sure some numbers are in line. Uh, had the great experience of them saying like, hey, you can have your follow-up appointment this Monday at 2 o'clock or just wild guess at the next available appointment. KJ, um, I'm going to guess it was two months from now. December 23rd. It's <laughs> a pretty good guess. <laughs> Like, what um, the hell is that? You. I was just going to say, thank you for dropping your uh, the, the beer off that you are not going to be consuming at the office. I took a few home. There's they some are goodies cooling in, there. in the fridge right now. So, yeah, on that note, we were uh, discussing the, the, the amount of beer that you dropped off at our office. And not only the amount, but what it was exactly. And it makes sense why you'd quit drinking beer as you drink you drink beer, beer. You drink like the stuff that's gonna like put me yeah. out for days. One of them was like a, a, a double IPA that was like nine point five percent. This big boy stuff, KJ. Maybe just step it down a little bit. Maybe that's your problem. <laughs> It'll put hair on your chest, as my dad used to say. And uh, yes, that stuff is legit. There's some of my favorites in there. Shout out to Petticolas. Shout out to uh, Manhattan Project Brewing, both in Dallas. If you're in the area, both both uh, breweries you should check out. But we're not here for beer talk, uh, and we're not really here for baseball talk. But I do want to cut the show real quick and and talk some uh, round ball, as I have been a dedicated baseball fan for at least the last seventy two hours. Uh, you boys uh, into this whole um, 
into this whole, what do you call it, wild card situation? One game uh, and done situation? I was I'm into last it. night until I'm, I passed out for my early bird. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it as a, as a spectator. I mean, it, if my team is not involved in a game like that, it's, it's much more enjoyable for me. But a one in a one and end situation in, in baseball is just never the best idea, in my opinion. But it's crazy exciting, so I, I do like that aspect of it. Um, I watched the Rangers had a one sixty three a few years back. I went to that live in person, Living Color, the old Rangers ballpark, uh, nice. and it was terrible because they lost. <laughs> Dude, that was the Josh Hamilton pop fly game. I believe so. And this was the last year before the wild card started. So, you know, you got to think if you are a uh, Yankees fan or Cardinals fans, I mean, they've had a hell of a run all month, you know, winning 16, 17 straight or whatever it was. But uh, you got to think that uh, you're the Yankees. You put together a season like that, and then you get to hear this over and over. Yankees lose. Like, that's all people are sending to you. Like, you know, maybe not the most uh, enjoyable end of the season. But it made for good baseball. I'm glad the Dodgers didn't lose. That would have been a big kick to the growing for uh, the series we're about to get with the Dodgers-Giants. True. KJ, that game, I was watching it with a buddy of mine who I met. I was in Duncanville. He was in Dallas. We met in Oak Cliff at Eno's. Okay. And the reason we watched it at the bar at Eno's is because no bar in uh, the Bishop Arts part of Oak Cliff is open on like uh, a Thursday or Friday afternoon. So we had to go sit at the pizza place bar and watch that disaster of a game and just got incredibly intoxicated. And I think my parents had to come get me. <laughs> you got to respect it. You got to respect it. Well, I should also apologize to everyone I, since I missed the second half of this week's episode. Uh, thanks to Brett for filling in for me. Uh, you know, grind boy shit and whatnot. But, uh, you know, uh, we, we've got a deep bench here. People can carry the uh, torch forward. Speaking of which, anything before we hit NFL? Uh, is that game over? The Astros? They, they, it was 6 0 last time. It was, it was a butt. It's top nine. Same score? Unless I'm behind. Unless I'm behind right now. It's, yeah, it's 6-1, top nine. One out. Can I, can I say that officially, since I was riding with the Yankees and they are no longer in the tournament, I am officially riding with the Dodgers. Okay. Any Thank uh, you guys. Any reason? Man, you know, where do I begin, KJ? Sources, all of them. So many. Uh, you know what? They just, uh, if you, they, as far as unif the uniform battle goes, the Dodgers, it's either the Dodgers or the Giants. The only two teams left that have uh, uniforms that are worthwhile. I won't hear it, Boston. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I, I would agree with you. The Dodgers uniforms with the red numbers, that's exceptional. Uh, an all time look. Uh, I will not shit on the porch of uh, the great back or great dipper, Jack Gioso. Uh, you know, Noted Giants, you know, Hardo fan. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm not shocked to see the White Sox kind of just riding on uh, the laurels of an easy division. Give me the Dodgers. Wow. <laughs> no, I want to see the Brewers do well, but when your pitcher punches a wall in celebration, when your ace breaks his hand in celebration, <laughs> uh, you can't really expect your team to do that well. Uh, in the playoffs, so. 
You know, I'm not for testing, but if I was for testing, I would say you should automatically get tested for performance enhancing drugs if you punch a wall in celebration. <laughs> Immediate, like on the spot. Within the next 24 hours, they're, they're testing your blood and your PP and your hair. Dylan, how many walls have you punched through? Uh, I'm proud to say I have never punched a wall in either frustration or elation. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not that guy. What okay. a boring life. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I can see we're going to be, th- it's going to be thesaurus night after I dropped chasm in the group text. <laughs> I've thrown, I've thrown a couple of controllers back in, back in my youth. I will say when I was on the sticks playing uh, probably like uh, NCAA football or King Gippy junior baseball, one of the two. Fair. Fair. Let's uh, let's push things on to the NFL slate. Cowboys fans, yes. center of attention this year because of how well they're doing. But uh, something we pretty much called out early in the year, it's not like we're the only people who said this, that either Jalen Smith and or Leighton Van Der Esch were not going to be there a year from now. Um, we I don't think anyone expected Jalen Smith get cut after week four. Um, but he was. Thoughts? Dylan, I'll let you start. Um, yeah, my, I just have questions about the timing of it. I know there's a, a situation where if he were to be injured during the rest of the season, that would make his 2022 contract guaranteed. So I guess I guess the timing of it is just in case of injury, let's, they might as well cut him now. I'm not really sure on that. Um, I don't hate it. I mean, we've been talking about how he's lost a step since his injury. And he hasn't really been, you know, he's he was a, a quick twitch guy, sideline to sideline kind of player, and uh, he hasn't really. I mean, he's he he's had. I think he's already kind of exceeded expectations considering how what happened to him coming out of the draft. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm all for it, especially if he's up frees up some cap space next year. I uh, don't like to see him go. I mean, he's by all accounts, a, a good guy. And uh, I, I do worry about, like, team cohesion and getting rid of a guy like that that may have been, like, a you know a big piece in the locker room. I don't – of course, I don't really know what goes on. But that, concerns me. The guys. that concerns me a little bit. Uh, kind of a team captain kind of guy, calls a place for the defense kind of guy. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it plays out. O- overall, I'm, I'm not too upset. David? Um Yes, uh, Dylan, I echo those same sentiments. Um, you're right. He was, a, I think, a universally accepted as like a top 10 pick before the, energy, the injury, right? Um, yeah. At least a first rounder. Um, Cowboys definitely reached getting him. They fell in love with the story. And, you know, Jerry's a risk taker. Everybody knows the glory hole story. Um, he had like one and a half good seasons and – it sucks because like I felt bad for him, even though like they paid him, they paid him like two like before they even paid Zeke, he got paid. So it's not like he, you know, was on some uh, some uh, rookie deal still, some second round deal. Uh, and the Packers picked him up like immediately, yep. and he'll be fine. He's definitely lost a step, uh, and with with the emergence of Keanu Neal and, and obviously Micah Parsons, and LVE's even having a good year, a good ish year. Yeah. Um, then it's, they're going to be fine. I do worry about the locker room stuff because I think people liked him, but I don't know. I guess you can't really factor that in. I think they save like $3 million on the cap next year or something. Who knows? Yeah, it's, so I think uh, it's like seven. Yeah. Decent amount of money next year. I would say 
My only concern or issue with it is uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, who's good friends with uh, uh, good friends with Jalen Smith, um, which makes sense. You know, they were the linebacking core for the Cowboys last three years. Um, was you know expectedly bothered by finding out about it on social media and the response being like, "Oh, this guy deserved it," and all of the uh, negative uh, reaction to. Um, uh, negative reaction to his release, basically. A lot of people knock it and they're like, you know, this is what you get paid for. Leighton basically said, like, we don't go around to people's jobs and, like, critique them and say they should have to switch departments and move across the country, and we're in 50 different states. So I'm interested to see the Alaska team uh, that the NFL is going to field anytime soon. Um, That'd be sick. Better than London. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, there's a game this weekend there. But – my concern isn't with him like being upset or bothered by it, but it never it is never going to do you any good like yelling at the fans or media to the media, like bitch about that to your agent or to your team or to your coach, like you know, uh, or to the player who was not performing at a level to avoid this kind of situation. That, that's kind of my opinion on it. Um, what's wrong with uh, your boy Baker, Dylan? Is he going to be all right? Uh, is this is this about his? Um, he's got like a, a labrum issue, or, or is he is he just pouty? Like, what's going on with him, or both? Yeah, maybe maybe both. He had a pouty lab- might say. labrum for sure. I saw someone say on Twitter that it was the gigantic chip on his shoulder that ended up hurting it. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> was that was that too much? To do? I, think, I think Landry tweeted that. Is that Landry? Might, that sounds like Landry. His Good job, Landry. Yeah, and that that's that's funny. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, um, I was wondering like why he posted that story, it, calling out the haters again. And I'm like, dude, y'all y'all are having a great year. No, no one thinks you're bad anymore. Like you are, he's, you are a good quarterback. What what is this? What is got, this? He's got to give it up. I, it's the lamest. It's the lamest thing of all time. I did see that the story that was discussing his injury on ESPN. Um, ironically, the video tagged to the story was Bart Scott saying Baker Mayfield's the most replaceable quarterback in the NFL. And if you feel the need to go on your Instagram story and like respond to Bart Scott, like, come on, man, can't wait, grow up. Um, again, I, I don't know his issue is hopefully he's healthy enough to be successful because I think he's a fun quarterback to watch. He's better in progressive commercials than he is in any other facet of his non football life. Um, I just don't want to be around when we get, uh, Baker Mayfield cast um, during Monday Night Football in 2034. Um, oh no, I, I, dude! I'm in for. I'm so in for that. I'd <laughs> rather him be the host of like the blind dating show or something, and all the dates take place behind a cheesecake factory. Okay, that is a <laughs> callback to an incident in his life that has not been confirmed nor denied. Maybe denied. Okay, it's not a Perkins. Well, How about that? It's not a Perkins. And uh, there's other things on here, but you guys just want to hop into college football? No, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 no. I just wanted to see, before we hop into college football, which is pressing, uh, Urban Meyer still got a job. Interesting, KJ. Did you guys honestly uh, think he's – or I don't know that there's reason enough to fire him with the one exception of him not flying back to Jacksonville with his team. I don't care that his like public apology wasn't entirely truthful – I don't care, you know, that he was, you know, it's, it's a bad look, 
But like, you know, so be it. He didn't drink and drive. He didn't break any laws. And by all accounts, you know, the house is uh, uh, okay oh. with it. Hey, how frowned upon is, is that? I don't know if that's like how uncommon that is in the NFL. I, that, that part is not what bothers me. Uh, which part? Like the flying back part? Flying back. That, yeah. I've got that question too, to be honest. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know how frowned upon that is, so I, I don't really know how to speak to that. If but, it was a situation where the um, entire until, team honestly, and everybody else flew back, but he didn't, that sucks, I guess. In, until the second video was released, which was like after his initial apology, I was like, he didn't really do anything that terrible. Like someone was grinding on him. And he wasn't like he was participating in it. I mean, not to say that's okay. I know it wasn't his wife, but the second video, it's like, okay, there's, he was uh, getting a little touchy feely. That's a bad look. It's just, it's embarrassing for the organization. Really? Agreed. So, Feeling on the booty. Does yeah. it impact your thoughts on how much it embarrasses the organization when the son of the owner uh, owns and manages an entire wrestling league that like is very <laughs> active? <laughs> uh, AEW, that is. Tony Khan, uh, the son of Shad Khan, owner of uh, both Fulham FC and the Jaguars, is the like Vince McMahon of AEW wrestling. So... I don't know much about Shad's personality, how conservative or, you know, fast and loose he is with this sort of thing, but I don't assume that Tony Khan would give a shit. And that's essentially the Stephen Jones of their organization. So, you know, I know I'm an apologist. I'm obviously biased. I'm not saying he did nothing and everything should be forgiven. It's not a good look, but you know, that's all I have to right. say on it. Right. It did give us some solid photoshops. I do have to fully admit the urban, cowboy thing was pretty good or whatever I saw for me, you know, people, people call me bourbon Meyer and I don't, I don't accept that uh, nickname any longer because you know, I am an original bourbon fan, but I wanted to say, unless he's lost the locker room, which it sounds like he has, and they just don't take him seriously. Like you give him a couple more games and he's done. Like, yeah. you can't, they don't, he no, could have handled it better in front of the players. And I know you can't completely lean into it, but like in a locker room, this is there's a way to play four. It's not even week five yet. I mean, this is just he's making he's just grabbing headlines too quickly, KJ. I, I agree. You worried, man. The players uh breaking out a huddle at practice, you know, grind on three, grind on three, and they break it, and you can see the smiles and people laughing about it immediately after. That's the most concerning thing I've seen <laughs> all week. That's not good. That's the most yeah, concerning thing good. I've seen all week. <laughs> So uh, I did, you know, whatever. That's enough on that. Let's let's do some uh, college football. We did get some additional details in terms of who the person that he was with was with. Uh, Cardell Jones might have been present, but yeah, we won't go down that road tonight. Can we uh, can we bring in our guests to um, just kind of mix it up with the uh, NCAA talk? Um, we can. I let's just do it. We'll do it this way. How about this? You want to intro him, and I'll fix the brands. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I sprung that on you. Um, I might have been off on the no, time I good. told him. Um, our, our, this is a guy who needs no introduction. <laughs> this guy this guy wants to work with us at a previous co company. He used to play golf with us on occasion. He's a guy who demanded we call him by this name, his nickname, the T-Man. Trevor Hughes, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? FIFA that he was playing? Hello, man. <laughs> What's up? Dude, am I, how, am I bright right now? I feel really bright. How am I coming in? Com comparatively so, you. yes, definitely. Okay, sick. Hello, T-Man. What's going on, <laughs> fellas? How are you all? Married life. 
Oh man, it's good. I'm, I'm worried that the house life too, just bought a house. Um, worried oh, my yard's going to go to shit in this winter, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Get Sunday.com. Yeah, no, seriously. I appreciate you guys having me on to, uh, talk to Texas Rangers and, uh, Adolis Garcia's push for the, uh, AL rookie of the year. I really, you guys have the platform and bring me on. It's very cool. You guys, I do want a so, uh, yeah. 10 second, uh, thought. Should they make any substantial moves to their coaching staff, or does Chris Woodard get a uh, a pass based on how crap that roster is? He's going to get a pass. Um, they've made some – I think they just can their hitting coach and maybe even their pitching coach, um, so they're making some changes. I'm more interested in that in the shortstop they're going to bring in because Chris Young is saying that we are spending this offseason, fellas. So Ooh, Carlos Correa, Corey Seager, who knows? Francisco Lindor. <laughs> Who knows? Exciting times. So Any excited. chance? Yeah, I'm excited. It, it, was a, it was a tough year. It was a tough year to be me. I watched probably the most baseball games I've ever watched, probably about 75% of all the games. Um, how could you? How could you? It was, it was miserable, but it was one of those things where, like, I it became a personality trait of mine. Like, I had to have it on. Even if I wasn't really paying attention, like, I had to have it on and at least watch them, you know? So, it is what it is. Uh, any chance well, that uh, they spend enough to bring Alexander Bannister back to the DFW market? Man, I can't. I can't say I hope so because my wife's upstairs. But <laughs> yeah, it's a big Classic. city. It's a big metro. Come on, come on. All right. Well, let's do some college football talk before we do dip picks. But having said that, uh, before we get into the game that we know we're here to talk about, um. Were you guys aware that Christian McCaffrey has a brother who, uh, no. or is it Ed McCaffrey's brother or is it Christian? It's Christian McCaffrey's brother. There we go. Christian McCaffrey's brother. If it's what you're, if it's, if I, if you're talking yes. about what you're thinking, you think I'm talking about. Unless, unless Christian McCaffrey has an, has an uncle who's consi- like five years younger than him. I doubt it's him. <laughs> hey man, brother. I didn't do his 23 and me. It's possible. <laughs> Uh, play, he's a coach for the Northern Colorado Bears or something of the sort, and apparently was getting ridiculed on the sideline for his pants being too tight and or too small. Decided to break the clipboard and like casually toss it directly at the person that was heckling them, and it hit the person. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. I gotta say though, as somebody who's been ridic- ridiculed for wearing tiny pants, um, it hurts, man. And sometimes you lash out. I mean, if he's if he is, he's a McCaffrey. So chances are he has a phenomenal backside. You gotta wear those tight pants to show off what you're working with. So I don't blame him for that. You just gotta own it, though. You can't get mad at some jackass heckling you. Go ahead, Dave. I was just gonna say, do do you think they yelled, "Hold me closer, hold me closer, tiny pantser"? That's stupid. (laughs) No, no, they didn't. Um, Yeah, I was going to say the same thing as Dave. When you're ridiculed for tiny pants, as I have been, Dave was even there at the golf course. I don't even remember what course that was. Ridiculed for my for my for my tiny pants. When in reality, I just have big calves. I can't help it. Okay, you are a big calf guy. Can't confirm. Can't confirm the T man's calves. Fair. T man's legs put put mine to shame. I remember. Um. We spent a lot of energy on Gary Patterson last week, but he decided to continue to run his mouth and explain why he didn't get enough touches to what was the number one running back coming out of his recruiting class and Zachary Evans uh, by saying when you, we wouldn't give him 35 carries like that running back down in Texas, referring to Bijan Robinson. Dylan, any issue with uh, G-Pat taking an L and still talking about your team? 
He needs to shut up. I mean, there was there was a moment or two during that game where I was like, man, he's getting a lot of carries, uh, especially late. That was a little concerning. But I went and looked at how many carries he's gotten throughout the season. Uh, through five games, these are his carries, 20, 19, 13, 18, 35. So that game is very much an anomaly. Uh, the workload is fine so far. He's just he's whining, and he got called out for not – not running his horse enough, and uh, <laughs> he is KJ. He is so miserable. Why? What's up with this guy? <laughs> he sucks. Watching him coach, he's the most miserable sob I've ever seen coach a football game. He's it's terrible. It's uh, I will say this: he definitely deserves a lot of credit for being able to put together a uh, program and a defense that could slow down spread offenses for a little bit. But he's been running on the fumes of that legacy for a long time. And uh, it's almost like uh, I'm trying to not uh, have my NFL coach uh, take the flack for how much bad shit players he's coached has done. And I deserve, and Gary Patterson deserves it all. But whatever. Two different leagues. He Man. should have run Evans board. Evans is legit. Mm-hmm. That dude can run. You know, let me. I, I was looking at this. This B. John Robinson guy, he's got more carries than Dylan on the basketball court. <laughs> That's so bad. I think Dave's higher on higher Damn. on Bijan than, than anybody else. He loves this kid. Uh, he's the best. He's the best running back in the country. Probably the best player. Maybe. Fair. I wouldn't go that far. Fair. But he's he's a hell of a running back. Um, other notable games this weekend because I definitely want to leave some proper space for uh, what's happening in Dallas. Arkansas will Miss. We'll talk a little bit in dip picks. I did not include Georgia Auburn in dip picks. Because I think Georgia's a monster. There's not much to say about them. It's going to be ugly. I didn't think it was worth picking. But I still think they should probably be ranked number one um, with Alabama number two. But whatever. Neither here nor there. We got a complaint that we didn't talk enough Big Ten football. So uh, anybody want to give a good 30 seconds on all the exciting and great things going on in a conference that's just kind of in four teams in the top 11 by attrition? I like Penn State. I, I don't. I don't like Penn State. I like I like Iowa though. Iowa's defense is, is really good, so I like Iowa. Um, Iowa Big Ten's just good. Big Ten's just just I don't even it's boring. Um, and the fact that Wisconsin continues to be ranked and favored, I believe they were favored. I don't remember who they played um, last week, but it was somebody that they were ranked lower than or higher than, and they were also favored. So I don't understand uh, that. But yeah, the Big Ten is just not not fun for me personally. What what's Juliet's problem? Juliet is a diehard Penn State fan. Oh, it's <laughs> my bad. It's yeah, quite all right. The whiteout, the whiteout is like dope that. though. The whiteout is dope. I'll give you that. The Penn State dope. whiteout is dope. Shouts Michael Parsons, man. Um, I feel like we did discuss Michigan, Michigan State being you know, uh, let's hope those two teams stay undefeated to when they play. I don't know, it's four or five weeks from now, and it was going to eat up the rest of their undefeated teams in the conference. I agree with what T-Man said. Iowa's defense is legit. Michigan, Nebraska gets the night game this week, so we'll get plenty of opportunity to see if Scott Frost is actually doing anything there after kind of falling on their face early in the season. Um, They've looked better every week. Um, I really kind of hope Michigan's legit, though. It's a fun team when they're good. Kind of like Florida State. It's a brand that when they're good, it's, you know, it mixes it up. It takes some attention away from the SEC. So let's hope for that. Uh, LSU, Kentucky. Kentucky, uh, 
walked out of, uh, I guess they were at home, but beat Florida pretty handedly. Uh, Shout out to Mark Stoops. Dude, the best Stoops, the greatest Stoops. No, nah, I don't know about that, but he's up the there. Ar- the architect. He's better than Mike Stoops. I was going to say, is sure. it Mark, Mike, and, and, and Bob? Is Mike the Arizona yeah, coach Stoops. or was it Mark? Say it again. Who was Arizona's coach? Oh, great I, question. I think it was Mike Stoops. And there? then there's three. There's, there's three. Yeah. Okay. There's probably there's probably a fourth one that's like was actually the best football player, but he like got hurt or something crazy, and the, the, sure that's what it is. the family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he's actually the funniest one. He's really he's funny, just like his brothers, though. Right. <laughs> he got into commercial real estate, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mike Stoops is now the uh, I don't know where he's at. Defense coordinator at FAU. Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, he got he got he got ran out of town in Oklahoma, and then I think he might have gone to Alabama as like the. Mm a quality control assistant, and then he got his gig at FAU. But he got he got roughed up at OU for sure. That's true. Alex Grinch took his job. Now, the reason we're all here, there's a little event that goes on in Dallas each year. I, we talked about the fact that nobody knows what the hell it's called nowadays. But uh, I will just let the two of you opine in terms of general memories, thoughts, feelings on the rivalry historically and or opinions of what will happen this year. It, it is the Red River Showdown. That's the official name of it for anyone that cares. It's yeah, no longer had, a shootout. They had to rebrand from shootout because it promoted, you know, guns or something. Oh, and come rivalry, on. Which was, too hard, which was too hard to say. Red River rivalry. Guns in Fair Park. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah T-Man, if you want to talk about the game, man, the floor is yours. Yeah, um, I'll be at the game. Um, I, I go I – go, well, I've gone every year for the past like five or six years besides last year. It was a little bit of anomaly. Um, I'm now a student at the University of Oklahoma, so now I have a little bit Saw of that. a little bit of a – what's it called? Stake in the game? What is that? Um, what's sure. the phrase? Sure. You're, you're, um, no longer, you're no longer a T-shirt fan like you're Well, players. true. Um, so I, I don't know. This team has continued to hurt me um, all year long. They were They were hyped up this year. Everyone was talking national championship. Um, they came out of the gate and almost lost to Tulane. The offense was not what it was supposed to be. Spencer Rattler was not what he was supposed to be. Um, then they came out and they just put the brakes on, or they just, whatever the phrase is, on it, like a Western Carolina team, which whatever. And then they played Nebraska, almost lost to Nebraska. Then they played West Virginia, almost lost to West Virginia. So every Saturday has just been miserable for me. Um, they're inconsistent. Their defense, which was supposed to be really good, was the reason they were in the first four games of the year. And then their offense was bad against Kansas State last last week. Their offense was near perfect, and their defense was horrid. Um, so I don't know. This is a long way of saying I don't know. Um, B. John Robinson terrifies me. I do think he's the best running back in the country. Um, I'm, I'm scared that this game will put him into Heisman contention if Oklahoma can't tackle or cover him out of the backfield, which um, last week they let Deuce Fawn get like, I don't even know how many yards from scrimmage, but he was just, no one was covering him. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know is, is where I'm at. You know, I, I do, I do subscribe to the horns up for peace movement. So, you know, I don't throw the horns down because I, my friend Sam Ellinger, he remembers people that do that. So like, I don't want to do that. You know, horns up for peace. I'm not going to be throwing the horns down this week. I have friends that are going to the game. They will also not be throwing the horns down. I've made sure that. Right. So, you know, I'm excited for, for, for this weekend for sure. That's really cool. 
That's very honorable, T man. Thank you for that. Yeah, I yeah. don't. Um, I don't have a great feel for this game. I usually have. I'm usually leaning one way or the other on how I think it's going to go. This year, I have really no idea. Casey Thompson, of course, uh, took over just like a couple weeks ago. Looked really, really good. Had kind of an average game last week. Um, I don't really know what to expect. OU, I expect it to be better, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen here, which is kind of – I'm kind of more excited because of that, I think. I will be pleasantly surprised if Texas wins and and not so shocked if they lose. So, yeah, I'm just – I don't know, man. I'm hopeful. I mean, we, I mean we crush that. a legitimate – just, just, just a lot of shot at blaming. Game, just, I, don't, I don't always think going into this. Guys, one, so. I don't know either, man. I just yeah. don't know. Yeah. Just flaming Texas OU. Hey, when these two teams get together, <laughs> there you know what happens. There it is. Well, before We're we do right dip here. picks, we did have a couple questions I wanted to uh, quickly acknowledge. Uh, Cheyenne had a great request here. Sick. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I can definitely do it. Um, <laughs> paint like a skittle um you know i don't trip because i also don't double dribble so thank you cheyenne do the, for coding, the, softball. Do the coding line that's the uh, I, I have been sipping coding because sometimes i have a killer cough that's the thing yeah so oh wow i did you're it. not gonna yeah, get that you. anywhere else we're right. the only thursday live stream that does that <laughs> maybe maybe get it on twitter every saturday after the oklahoma wins because they seem to tweet it out quite a bit <laughs> east texas own malcolm kelly exactly uh, and i would want to say tcu wide receivers coach uh, Malcolm Kelly, him really? and him and Kenny Trill, uh, Kenny Trill, I believe is yes. the quarterback coach at TCU and Malcolm Kelly, I want to say is the wide receivers coach. I might be wrong there. Um, oh, they hate Gary. You know, they hate Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Megan McGrath, uh, quick question on Cincinnati. They play tomorrow. So they're not a game that we listed to pick them beating the ever loving dog ass out of Cincinnati or out of Notre Dame was incredible. Um, like a complete uh, narcissist and it always being about me and SMU. Of course, I look through the rest of Cincinnati's schedule. They are heavily favored in every game remaining on their schedule. The best thing that can happen for them is that SMU continues to win and vice versa um, because they've beaten Indiana. Who knows what Indiana ends up being like, but they beat Indiana and they beat Notre Dame. That's good enough with their record and where they'll finish to probably be college football playoff, especially having had success last year. Having said that, they'll play SMU the second to last week of the year. I'm not confident enough at this point to say things will change. Um, they're favored, I want to say, college football, FPI, whatever the hell that means. It's like 82% Cincinnati, whatever's left for SMU. I guess it's 18%. And that's the highest by like 10% for the rest of their year. And vice versa, we're favored in every single game the rest of the year except for Cincinnati. So, Fingers crossed we win that. Um, but even if we did, they would turn around and play two weeks later. So that's a shitty thing about conference title games nowadays. So uh, I'm yeah. pulling for Cincy. You know, it'd be great yeah, for them I to would, keep winning. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say I would also watch out for Memphis. Memphis is one of those teams where it's like they'll play Cincinnati and it'll be like a weird shootout game where Memphis will just throw it all around and they'll end up winning. Um, also, the quarterback, former Den guy or Den Ryan star. So a little Texas mm. blood there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Cincinnati will probably win out and play SMU. Do they play in the regular season or is they, it a yeah, conference championship? Week 11 or whatever the 11th game is, they'll play that that week, and then they're on yeah. the other side of the conference. So they also have UCF. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think Dylan Gabriel's yeah. coming back this year, but we'll see. 
yeah. Tanner Mordecai turns the ball over too much. So. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks I mean, for him does. and Grant Calcaterra. Not with us? Yeah. Not with us? Um, done. All right. Let's do some dip picks to update the people out there. Um, Ew. Seriously? Dip picks. I forgot to make a graphic because from now on, I'll just put up the freaking record so that I don't have to run through all of this shit. But for those who don't know, we're picking games each week. The guests will be consistent. All of their records will accumulate. Whoever the guests beat will essentially be the loser. If the guest is in last place, third place will be the loser. Loser pay- bet payoff for this year is 30 days. Is that what we're saying? We're going with 28 days. We're doing business yeah. days. Uh, 30 days with truck nuts, mm. which have been ordered and will be here next week. Um, they are shiny, brass, gold, whatever you want to call it, chrome. But uh, as of now, things are looking pretty decent for the squad. All of us, with the exception of the guest slot, are above 50% on our picks, so you probably should pay attention. David last week was 5-4, and four, hit his big boy stack. Dylan was 6-3. and three. He also hit his big boy stack. Mm. I was 6-3, and three, hit mine, wow. and the guest slot. Five and four, and hit theirs. Only week that I can find where all four big boy stacks were hit. So, you know, shouts to the squad. On the year, David is still in the lead with 25 points. All games are one point except for big boy stacks are three. Dylan and the guests are tied at 24 points. I am in last place at 22. But as I said, we're all over 50%. Dylan's record on the year, 20 and 14, ladies and gentlemen. That ain't bad. Let's go. That ain't bad. I should add that he did uh, pick a big boy stack of a game we already picked, so it duplicates his win count. But nevertheless, he puts it on the line for four points on one game. <laughs> he deserves to get the – he gets the credit. You're damn right I do. Let's jump into the NFL game before it kicks off. The only NFL game uh, regular season that I've attended in person, Rams at Seattle two years ago. Incredible. Thursday night football game then. Neon green jerseys then. Seahawks are getting two and a half points at home. Rams are favored on the road. I believe, yeah, it's at Seattle. David, who do you have? Uh, I think I'm taking the Rams in a bounce back game. I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with Matty Stifford. He's my guy. Okay, I like it. Dylan? Uh, similar line of thinking. I am also on the Rams this game. Uh, haven't been super impressed with Seattle thus far. Um, Seattle at home at night, all of those things, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, all intriguing reasons to like them. Shout out to Northwest Bobby, but Chris Carson's got this like lingering issue thing. That's continuing to slow him down when they can't run the ball. They're a problematic team all around. So give me the Rams as well. T-Man. Wow. You know, one thing I know is you can't bet against the Seahawks when they're in their lime green jerseys. Um, that said, you know, I'm definitely taking the Seahawks and I'm also going to sprinkle the money lines. I think they went out right. Um, I think Russ is going to cook. I think they're coming around. I think Russ is getting, uh, in the swing of things. I think they win tonight. And I think, uh, after the, after the loss to, to the Arizona Cardinals and, and my Kyler Murray, I don't think they, I don't think they have it in them. They're going to be disappointed. Another letdown. Excellent. I hate to get to the meat of the weekend, but college football games are laid out by schedule. Usually I try to get a morning, afternoon, and night game. 
We got two morning time games. Oklahoma, Texas, Dallas, Fair Park. I'll start. Texas OU, Texas uh, favored. I'm sorry, Oklahoma's favored by three. I just cannot bring myself to place faith in Spencer Rattler. He is a very, very good quarterback who does not seem to play with the level of confidence of his talent. Um, whereas I think Casey Thompson does, and he's not as talented, and he's got a great running back, and maybe a better offense around him. I don't know. Give me Texas at least to cover. David. This is tough, and I kind of hate what I'm about to do here. But I'm riding with Texas. Three points. This is going to be dude, This is going to be fun. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch any of this game because I'm going to be playing golf. But uh, I'm riding with Texas. OU just – it's just been such a weird year for them. All right. Dylan? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I hope Texas can get some pressure on Spencer Rattler. I think they'll be able to get enough to rattle him, no pun intended. Okay. Um, I think Texas, I think Texas covers. I'm not confident enough to say Texas pulls us out. Um, I think Texas covers. I think Bijan runs for 130. Um, and Casey makes enough good throws to uh, make it a very, very tight ball game. Lord's yours, T-Man. Um, Oklahoma has allowed one 100-yard rusher in 18 games. Um, I think this game is going to come down to whoever can establish the run and kind of dominate the line of scrimmage. Oklahoma's offensive line has struggled, but this past week has given me faith that they've kind of figured it out. Um, We'll see. You know, I I don't feel great about the game. I'm excited, but I don't feel great about it. I think Oklahoma wins uh, 35-31, so they do cover. (laughs) This guy. I forgot to hit this button earlier. It doesn't apply after that. Exactly. Shout out to my boy Sam. All right. (laughs) Also on the morning slate, this is the game I replaced Georgia Auburn with because I think it's just funny to see the consolation bracket after two ass whippings last week. Arkansas and Alabama are Arkansas Ole Miss at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is favored by five and a half. Number 13 at number 17. T-Man. Yeah, I think this is a game that after both teams just get getting trounced by the best two teams in the country. I think I think the loser of this game falls off a cliff. Um, and they just have a very bad season. I think Ole Miss um, can outscore Arkansas, and I think the key to winning the game is, is scoring more than your opponent. So I think for that reason, I'm picking Ole Miss probably by two touchdowns. Ooh, Ooh. spicy. Yeah. David. Uh, that's a feisty response. I like that. Um, I like Arkansas bouncing back. Uh, they just played the best defense in the country. Probably a little shell-shocked. Uh, they will never face a better front line than that. And uh, I think they're going to learn from it. I think they're going to build and keep moving forward. I'm taking Arkansas. Dylan? Uh, I'm riding with T-Man on this one. I am also on Ole Miss. Um, I think Arkansas, they, they got whipped so badly that they're just – they like like back, it's like drawing board type stuff. They uh, – I don't know. I, just, I feel like their confidence is completely shook. And, um, yeah, I got Ole Miss. I'm only taking Ole Miss because the better quarterback. I really have no 
no real feeling on this game because I just don't know Arkansas. Arkansas overperformed by beating Texas, and I think that got them a lot of attention. Um, Texas A&M, not good. We didn't even, I didn't even play the clip of uh, ESPN also talking about that. But I don't think that win should have garnered Arkansas as much attention as they got. But I'm going to ride with Ole Miss here. We have Penn State, number four, at number three, Iowa. Probably the game of the week, just given the rankings. Um, again, going to Iowa, but not playing at night. Not a good move. You need it to be nighttime. You need to be able to do the third quarter wave to all the kids at the hospital nearby. They could do a blackout in Kinnick Field, Kinnick Stadium, whatever it's called. I'll go out on a limb here and say, or I should also say, Iowa is favored by one and a half at home. Give me Penn State. Uh, T-Man. Uh, yeah, I got Iowa um, at home, minus one and a half. I think, um, I think Sean Clifford... Uh, enjoys turning the ball over, and um, Iowa has 16 turnovers in, uh, that's right, five games, which is ridiculous that this early in the season. So I think um, it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think Iowa wins. Dylan? Uh, a couple teams I'm not super familiar with. I haven't watched a whole lot of them this year, and for the, the sole reason of not just having the exact same picks as KJ thus far, I'm going with Iowa – David? Uh, this could be a bad week for some of us because I feel like we're, we're splitting these picks up. Uh, I'm going with Penn State. Um, I, I hate to do it to my guy, Siege. Uh, I know Zach Johnson will be there, probably probably painted up, probably shirtless, um, maybe with a hat on backward and some M-frames. But banana pancakes guy? Huh? That's the banana pancakes guy? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Uh, number nine, Michigan at Nebraska, ABC nighttime game. Scott Frost and the Huskers are getting a safe place to hide. And three and a half points at home. Dylan, who do you have? Yeah, I just, I've watched Nebraska play at their worst this year, and I can't get the image of them just being absolutely terrible out of my head. I know they've, they've kind of had some semi-impressive games since, but I'm all over Michigan here. Uh, I am as well, only out of hope that uh, maybe, I don't know, I'm just going to ride with Michigan. I want to see Michigan do well just because I like adding that to the college football um, landscape. Not a good reason at all. Don't go to Vegas with that pick. T-Man. Yeah, the only thing I wrote down for this game is what is this line? How does Michigan how is how how are they only favored by three and a half points against Nebraska? They're undefeated. They've looked they've looked good. Mm-hmm. Why are they only favored by three and a half? So I'm taking Michigan and I think it's gonna be by a lot more than three and a half. David. Here we have two coaches who I did not expect to be coaching um, at this point, uh, last year, honestly. Maybe even the year before. I guess you'll give Scott Frost a little bit more of the time, but uh, I'm riding with Michigan. This is a weird line, but I, Nebraska, I, the only the only start to finish Nebraska game I watched was week one. I know they're better than that, like Dylan said, but that was so bad that I do not – their quarterback, What's I, I, can't, I forget his name. Uh, uh, Martinez. He is, he's had some exceptionally bad games. Um, I know he got hurt at some point, but I don't think he was out for the season. But, yeah, he, he played better against – 
they covered against somebody last week. That's not good info there. All right, he over like to the NFL. Trophy winner against Oklahoma. So that's exactly that what the game I'm thinking of. Actually, he looked very, very good in that game. Um, over the NFL, quickly we have Packers at Bengals in the morning slate. There is a uh, London game. I believe it is the Jets Dolphins? Question mark. No, Jets Falcons. Falcons uh, at eight thirty Central, seven thirty Eastern. So wow, what a shit know. game that is. Here's, here's a turd. You're up. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You can watch. <laughs> F1, you can watch soccer, you can watch Matty Ice and Kyle Pitts. But at noon central, we have Packers at Bengals. Packers are only favored by three on the road. David. Um, man, with the addition of Jalen Smith, I you know, this Packers team, I don't see who's moving the ball on them. I'm riding with the pack, baby. Joe Burrow, you better watch your ass. <laughs> wow. Uh, Dylan. Uh, yeah, Burrow is starting to look like the guy we thought he would be. He's pretty impressive. Um, but the Packers just have they've kind of hit it that gear that I don't know. I, I think uh, I think Packers win by eight to ten. So I got I'm on the pack. You know that's a lot of points in the NFL. It is, David. Give me the fade. Um, I don't know what the weather is. I don't know why, but I know a lot of bad shits happened to teams uh, visiting Cincinnati recently. So uh, I'm going to take the Bengals. Team in. Yeah, I think uh, Joe Mixon is not playing former Sooner great. So Samaje P. Ryan, another former Sooner great, will be getting the bulk of the carries. Um, yeah, I, it's going to be the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has it figured out. But I can't. I can't stop watching the Jalen Smith like photos and videos that are on my timeline of him just being just absolutely awful. And they just make me chuckle every time. So I appreciate you bringing up Jalen Smith. Browns at chargers. We have the potentially torn labrum of Baker Mayfield at Justin Herbert afternoon slate. Chargers are favored by two. They had that weird game against the Raiders with the uh, lightning delay under their uh, new stadium. Doesn't matter. Uh, Chargers are good. I think they're good, good. Um, the Browns defense is exceptional, but I will take the Chargers here. T-Man. What's the line again? Uh, Chargers are getting, or they're favored by two. two. I'm sorry. Uh, well, you you know Baker Mayfield does have a torn labrum. Um, so take that for what you will. You know, he's still going to play through it because he's, he's a warrior. Um you know, over he's he's fought through so much, overcome so much. Um, so I'm just really proud of him for what he's been able to do. Uh, you got to give me the Browns. <laughs> oh, Browns, correct. Yes, sorry, Dylan. Um, yeah, despite the 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 gigantic chip on the torn labrum shoulder, um, no, I, I think I think the Chargers win this one. Uh, I still laugh that the, there was a, a, a weather delay with an indoor stadium. Um, but I, I'm on the chart. I'm on the Chargers minus two. David, uh, give me the Herbie show. I'm riding with the Chargers. Let's go. All right. Uh, and to wrap us up before Big Boy Stacks, we have game of the week probably. Bills at Chiefs. It is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday night, and like a smart human being. Sunday night. The button is back. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs favored at home by two and a half points. David. 
Chiefs at home. This is a statement game. Riding with the Chiefs. I don't know. It's going to be a good game. I'm, I'm pretty uh, rocked up for it. There you go. Rock of the week. Dylan? <laughs> uh, Chiefs bounce back. They win the game here, but they win it by one point. So I'm on okay. Bill plus two and a half. Um, give me the Chiefs. I think the Bills are for real. I think the Bills will be in the AFC Championship game, probably playing the Chiefs. Who knows? Uh, but I don't think they win this one. T-Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fade all of you. I got the Bills. I don't really know why. I think it's going to be a really good game, but I think Patrick Mahomes throws maybe a late, a late INT. Oh, sorry, Dylan. Me and Dylan riding together, you know, as always. Uh, Bills. Let's go, T-Man. Uh, sorry about that. I screwed that up, David. Go ahead. Do we know if Cole Beasley has gotten in the booth and laid down any bars before this game? Just Because that could change things, and I reserve the right to change my pick. As far as I know, he has not gotten in the booth. He's too busy on Twitter talking about being unvaccinated. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> okay. Um, and now for Big Boy Stacks. Hopefully you came prepared for this. T-Man, David, you want to start us off here? Give me one of the best programs in the state of Texas, the University of Texas San Antonio. Okay. Getting three points. Getting three points in a conference game at Western Kentucky. I'm riding with the Roadrunners. Let's go. Wait, they're dogs to Western Kentucky. Wow. Yeah, I believe so. That is a uh, that is three a half point underdogs, depending on where you look. Interesting. You got UTSA plus three, Dylan. I have the Carolina Panthers at home minus three against the lowly Philadelphia Eagles. All right. I don't hate it. I think they are going to win that game handily. Shout out to Ked. Um, all right. I uh, have taken the low road. The, I don't even know what road it is. I've buried my head in the sand since Saturday's events by opting out of all discussions regarding one Urban Meyer and his decisions. They play the Tennessee Titans, one of their first division games of the year. I think oh, they played Texans open up the season. This is their biggest opportunity to make a statement against a half-decent team in their division because um, they haven't played the Colts yet. They've only covered against the Bengals. They've looked better and better each week, and then the last week happened. In a time of stress, I will ride with my team. I will support the Jaguars. They're getting four and a half points at home versus the Titans. Give me the Jags. That's all I got. That's a classy pick. You got to win one, right? No, no. They AJ. just got to lose by less than four and a half. <laughs> or is it four? For the record, according to DraftKings, it's currently four. Okay. Four and a half. There you go. I'm sorry. I won't take the extra half point. You're right. No, it's fair. It's yeah, fair. It's good. It's a big point, big yeah, half point. It's, it's fair. That's very fair. T-Man. Yeah, um, give me the Dallas football Cowboys, minus seven at home against the Giants. Um, I've spoke with Mike McCarthy. I've seen it on Twitter. The Giant, or the, the Cowboys do prefer winning to losing this week. Okay. So for that reason, I am riding with the boys. That is my big boy stack, minus seven at home against the G-Men. Very cool, T-Man. Yeah, cool. thank you. T-Man, where can the people find you these yeah, days? Hit me on, yeah, hit me on, on Twitter and uh, 
and Instagram at Trevor Hughes. Um, next week I'm going on the dude perfect tour. So hit me up, you know, I'll be posting Instagram stories. So catch me out there. His followers. Yes. Shout out to Bob. Miss you, T-Man. Yeah, miss you guys. Thanks for having me on. Love you all. Thanks for hopping on. We appreciate it. Appreciate yes. it. Hey, I thanks, want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.